Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Building a Bridge. My name is Jesse Brizendine. My name is Jared Countess, and our mission is to empower people to use their voice to build a bridge beyond race relations, creating unity and understanding, effectively raising the collective consciousness of humanity. Last week, we talked about Ken Scott's comments on race and racism, how we can build bridges through political discussions, opinions on proposed capital gains taxes, and are we being led into chronic decision fatigue? And this week, Jared, what are we going to talk about? Well, we're going to talk about uh, some of those decisions that that we see people making in the world and um, the places that they're coming from and how when people... um, try to preach an enlightened decision, right? Sometimes, I think we talked a little bit about that with, with Gina Carano and that kind of stuff. Um, or even what, what brought us to found this page, right? When we were supposed to win the Ryan Spratton, when people come with an enlightened decision, how, um, what we consider an enlightened decision, how people attack them and kind of revert back to a, uh, more dangerous place for lack of a better way to describe it. We're going to use the, what's going on with Israel right now and Palestine and specifically um, Gal Gadot. If you guys don't know who Gal Gadot is, she uh, played Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot uh, call for peace. Her call for an ending uh, to the violence and everything that's going on. Yeah, and we, we'll, we'll start with just reading what Gal said. And I think this is a really, this is a, an excellent example of some of the broader themes we've had. So Gal wrote, my heart breaks. My country is at war. And obviously Gal's Israeli. I worry for my family, my friends. I worry for my people. This is a vicious cycle that has been going on for far too long. Israel deserves to live as a free nation and safe nation. Our neighbors deserve the same. I pray for the victims and their families. I pray for this unimaginable hostility to end. I pray for our leaders to find the solutions so we can live side by side in peace. I pray for better days. Uh, Jared, I, I think to me that sounds like a pretty, you know, and I can imagine for somebody who's emotionally charged, who's genuinely concerned about her family, I imagine that's probably a pretty neutral, thoughtful heartfelt, sincere call for peace. And I, and I think she, she does a really good job with it. Now, where this, where this conversation has arisen is what some of the responses people are. I'll just read you three that I saw really quickly. And this, these popped up within a few seconds of, of me scrolling through what the comments were. Why is this woman still cast as Wonder Woman? What kind of Wonder Woman steals people's homes and participates in genocide and ethnic cleansing? Why do they choose you to play Wonder Woman when in real life you play victim? By the way, your neighbor's name is Palestine. Learn it. As Wonder Woman, you save children from getting hit by an incoming missile fire. In reality, you are a disgusting ally to those who are committing ethnic cleansing, genocide, terrorism, and colonialism against Palestine. Fuck off. My, my, there's thousands of those out there. Now, there's also people who are, who are supporting what she said, but there's thousands of people writing cruel, hateful, spiteful, things like that. And my, my question is this, how can we expect people to put their guns down if we're not even willing to put our words down? You see, the same righteousness, in my opinion, the same righteousness that, it, that drives us to dismiss 
what some of these call for peace and instead call them a, a, an ally to genocide, tell them to fuck off, is the same righteousness that drives us to pick up a gun and pull the trigger in the first place. It's the same righteousness that drives us to not see the human being, but to see the label, to see the, to the monster that we, we make them out to be. And these things are always going to continue to happen and we continue to do it, whether it's going to be how we treat each other here in the U.S., whether it's going to be what's going on in Israel and Palestine, whether it's going on in any other part of the world where human beings draw breath, as long as we continue to feel righteous in our labeling of others, we will continue to justify the behaviors that lead us to picking up guns and pulling the triggers while we aim at our fellow human. And this comes back to this kind of broader theme, Jared, you and I have been talking about. It starts with us. Fundamentally, like war is an expression in some ways of how we treat one another. It, 110%. It's like, as you were talking, I was like thinking, obviously, right? And it's, and, um, and it's, it's crazy. Um, I'm reading this book right now that, that they go through and they talk about old idioms that, um, that are, have been flipped on their head. And some of it's true and some of it's false, right? So one of the ones they go through, they say, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me, right? And, uh, and the book tries to say it, you know, flips on his head that like now words are some of the most aggressive things you can use. And, but the truth of the matter is people are killing each other, right? People are killing each other, especially where she's talking about in, um, between Israel and Palestine. Right in the war in in, in, uh, in the Gaza Strip, the Giza Strip, however you want to say it. Um, and I don't know, Gail. You you've met her before, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've met her before, and but this is definitely someone who is asking for an end to the violence, right? Asking for for people to stop, and still, even as she's she's calling for some sort of you know, a peaceful resolution for people to stop killing each other. You hear people basically say to her, you know, no, we're going to continue to kill each other <laughs> for as long as I see fit. Yeah. Or, um, you know, and, and that's, if you break down that language, basically that's what they're saying, right? And, 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 it's, and it's like, well, where do, you, where do we as people step in and say, enough is enough, right? Or why, where, where do we come in and... You know, Jared, like, if I can jump in real quick. Oh. Oh, go for it. Are you... Yeah, well, I was, gonna, I was gonna say, for lack of a better term, you know, for lack of a better way to put it, but attack the people who are calling for more death and destruction. Yeah. Does that make any kind of sense? Like, so we're, we're, we're picking sides. I'm either for Israel or I'm for Palestine, right? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm for, I'm Muslim and I'm for, you know, these other Muslims or I'm Jewish or American. I'm for these, the people in Israel, as opposed to being for peace and resolution, right? And, yes. and when do we, when do we cross the line as a whole and say we're for peace and resolution right first yes you know, 
and 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 that's like the 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 real question right and and um and that's the i think that's the problem like i i I do feel like people are, are are more for revenge and or getting my way or my side being on top than they are for a peaceful resolution where you know you can just live off the merits of your actions or whatever you know what i mean and and, and everything else so anyway so that's that's like my complex thing going on in my head but uh i i want go ahead what were you gonna say what were you gonna no say? man I, i'm so with you on that and it was it just occurred to me too it's like this question people always ask why why do more people why do more good people not do more to stop these things or to act? And I'm thinking about you and I back in almost a year ago now when we started this and our trepidation and even beginning this was the very real concern about, you know, people taking this and reacting to it and, and, and saying hateful, spiteful stuff, like, you know, manipulating things, twisting it and being devastating to our careers or friend life or family life, all those types of things. And then I think of like a, a gal who now she's, she's, she's blown up massively, right. In these last few years as Wonder Woman. And she was someone who in the early days of COVID last year, she tried to do something that was probably a well-intentioned gesture where she had a, a bunch of people who were famous go on and sing Imagine when there was a, during the initial two weeks, people were ruthless, crucified her, you know, a lot of fuck yous. You're so disconnected. You're so this, you're so that people are angry. And here she is trying to speak out again. And she has an audience that's, you know, a million times what you and I have. And, you know, most of us were so sensitive. If somebody says one night, a nice thing to us, you know, most of us were so sensitive that if somebody says one kind of rude thing to us, it almost ruins our day. It hurts us. We dwell on it. We might even, we might even lament on it for hours, maybe weeks if one person does. But imagine like at that scale where now you have millions, thousands, maybe tens of thousands, maybe millions of people saying mean, hurtful things about you, threatening you, saying you should die, telling you should fuck off. They just, I mean, just, I think everybody should really just stop and imagine that, like, what would it be like? And so for a lot of people, the risk isn't worth the reward because it's short term. Humans were always making choices, avoid pain, gain pleasure. And the, the ultimate pleasure of this would be to have that peace place, right? But for most of us, we can tell ourselves a story. Well, it doesn't affect me. It's way over there. You know, I, I'm a good person. I don't have to get involved. And why would they? Because the immediate consequences of potential pain is, is astronomical. Friendships fee. You know, we're, we're going to be under fire. We're going to have to live with the feeling of people potentially hating us. And then the, we have the audacity to go on there and say that this shit shouldn't happen, but we're going to keep treating each other like this. You know, we're going to have the audacity to say more people should speak up, more people should do something, but we keep treating each other this way. Why would people speak up? The, 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 the mob, the mob mentality of just getting on there and crucifying people for sharing their thought and their feelings is getting so unbelievably brutal. You know, people maybe not be pulling a trigger of gun, but they sure as heck are pulling a trigger on their keyboard or on their phone. And yeah, why sticks and stones may break our wounds and words might not hurt us. We all know that words can sometimes cut pretty damn deep. Yeah. 
And so those people may not be executioners with a sword, but they sure as hell don't mind being an executioner with the words they're typing. The, and that, and, and there, therein lies the problem, right? Is, is, as uh, when you talk, when you talk about people like that, who are executioners with the pen, right? And we talk about a war and, you know, and she mentioned women and children are dying. And, um, you know, that's the reality of war, right? It's, un- it's an unavoidable reality of war that women and children die. Innocent people die, right? When guns and bombs go, you know, you can look at whether that's a war on a, a local gangster, you know, uh, gang war type of level, women and children die, or even on, on the massive, you know, civil wars, you know, one country versus another, right? Whatever country is being invaded, I promise you, women and children die in crazy numbers. Um, but it's it's the to me the major the major issue, right, is one when people attack somebody who's calling for a peaceful resolution, right. And they don't think about all the death and destruction that is going on. That you get, you get what I'm saying? Like they, if you, it, or or you only think about it from from that one sided perspective, right? Yeah. And a, and, a, and not thinking like, well, an end to the violence is an end to the violence, right? And and if you know one more child grows up with a chance to. To, to live to adulthood and, and and maybe breed something different into the world, that's a fucking W, right? And, and um and I I just don't think I don't think people think. I think they I think they just in their emotions, they're in their feelings. Absolutely. And and they and they read what she wrote. They painted her as just because she's you know Israeli, right? Just because she's born in born in Israel or whatever. You're the enemy, yep. right? Label, 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 label. Humanity, tossed so, aside. I, I don't even care what you had to say. Yep, you're the enemy, right? I don't care what you're speaking. You're the enemy, and and, and I, it was crazy is that I could see, um, I could see people doing that for somebody who was, you know, born in Israel, right, or Jewish, and actually you know, came to the side or the defense of, of Palestinians. You know what I mean? Like I could, I could, I could see a person who did that being attacked again by either by both sides, right. By, by their own, <laughs> yeah, their own other people in Israel and then by the Palestinians, like we don't need your help. We don't want your support. Right. And then, uh, and then being attacked by their own people being called a traitor, you know, or, or my, or in my, uh, and my culture being called an Uncle Tom or something like that for for you know speaking what you feel is your truth. Yeah. And and not only what you feel is your truth, but again, like we're talking about speaking to peaceful resolution. Right? Speaking to peaceful resolution and being painted in enemy by people who want to fight. And, and and it's and it's no it's no other way to put that than you know 
they want they want to fight. They want to fight. And if we and fight, we can we have fear, and if we have fear, we have control. And if we have control, we have power. And so it's like it's the irony of, for me is always these things like when we when we t- complain about politicians, when we complain about government, we fuel it though by buying into by we fuel it by choosing fear over love. Every time we make that choice, we're fueling the need for more government, more policies, more taxes, more all of this stuff. You know, it's, 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 this is, these are human made pieces. It's not a, it's not just an Israel problem, a Palestine promise is a human problem. It's just, it's heartbreaking that right now it's going on over there. And Jared, this is something I know you've been, you've been really consistent about trying to hammer this message home through the whole time we've been talking is that the real consequences of war are the innocent people that are killed. You know, when people were fired up last year and, and at many times with, with, uh, you know, your first, first Facebook video I saw for George Floyd was trying to get people to get to peace because you're, you're looking ahead of what the real consequences of all this stuff are. You know, it's, it's, it's not the, it's not the people who are the, the, igniters of the atrocity that are going to get hurt that's done and over with that happened in a second the fallout is all the other people that are not just trying to live their life yes you know they're just trying to put food on the table for their families they want to see what happens on the next episode of of this is us and they are really really excited about you know the weekend and maybe going to see grandma yes just the same as you, just the same as me, just the same as everybody else. And maybe they're they're on the rocket ship and hoping Deutsch goes to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it, it, that it, that's that's it. Is it's like there's this initial piece, and then everything else is collateral damage. I, that's it, it's a lot of collateral, and the, and that's what it is. A lot of collateral damage. And and again, like I said, I don't. I really don't care about the instigators and we don't, you don't sue for peace to protect them or to let them win or to save their lives. Right. You sue for peace again for the, for the women, the children, the innocent lives that, that are, that are, that haven't, that haven't even been given a choice. Yeah. About, whether or not they believe in this fight. Does that make any kind of sense? Whether or not they want to fight. You know what I mean? So, you know, the, the, the atrocity or the tragedy of, you know, child soldiers, which of, I'm a, if, if the world doesn't know this, guys, child soldier, and even though it's, you know, you hear a lot about it in Africa, in any war zone, you have children soldiers. Promise you, any place where there is war, there are child soldiers. Any place where there are war, where there is war, there are child soldiers. And, and and what I mean by that is not to say like the situation where a child's on the front line and fighting, but there, you know, you ever you ever seen the the movie? Uh, what's the name of that movie? Um, behind enemy lines or behind the enemy? Who's in it? Enemy at the gates. It's Jude Law. He's a Russian sniper. He's at enemy at the gate. Yep. Enemy at the gate, right? Yep. And the little kid, Sasha, right, is undercover trying to get information from the German sniper 
about where he's going to be and try to give that to Vasily, who is Jude Law, right? So this little Russian kid is is playing both is 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 like a it's like a double agent to the Russians, yeah. giving fake information to the German guy and then feeding trying to feed real information back to his Russian people, right? That he was a child soldier. He ended up I think he ended up getting killed. Didn't he kill him? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, yeah, he ended up getting killed. That's real. I mean, like that's 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 the reality of and. You're gonna have. There's no way you can have a war without that happening. Yeah. There's no way. It's in, it's in, it's impossible, right? And so, just to me, that is my biggest deterrent to war, right? And and, and when I understood that, and really understood, and then believed in America, that's what allowed me to join the United States Marine. Because guess what? I would rather any war happen on foreign soil than on American soil for that simple reason. Because the place where the war happens, that's where the women and children die in the most, in the highest numbers, right? And 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 if people, if if I just I just need people to think about that. That's all I need. That's all I want. That's all I want right is is uh, okay so perfect example all right this is me this is personally i know i'm talking a lot i'm sorry man no 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 this is me this is personally i had somebody you know mess me over in business right all in all it cost me you know somewhere between thirteen thousand and about sixteen thousand dollars right i haven't done all the math right and maybe, you know, in broader scope, it probably cost me longer than that because of the time and everything else. But I learned a lot, so I won't make that same mistake again, right? But I saw this person, right? I mean, we, we got into a almost full-out legal battle, right? You know, uh, I filed against them in the Better Business Bureau. They filed a, a cease and desist, you know, a defamation of character thing against me. It was like boom, 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 boom. Ended up kind of selling things, but I still was pissed, Right? Because I treated this person the way I try to treat all people, which is a lot of respect, a lot of care. Other people tell me, don't do business with them. They're overcharging you. What is this? Blah, 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 blah. But I decided to trust them and I like them. And then they got they got nasty first, if that makes any kind of sense. Right? They got nasty. And, you know, anyway. So <laughs> I saw this person. And I literally, like, in a in a work related business type of atmosphere, I saw him, and my and my blood pressure immediately spiked. My heart started to race. I was like so angry, and I just so wanted to walk over and just. I was a guy. I wanted to fucking just oh put my fist through their face. It was so bad. Like literally, th- and things are going so well for me in my business right now. I had a dream like over the weekend before I saw this person. That I ruined that I saw them in a in a at a restaurant and I ruined my business because I went to jail for beating the living dog shit out of them, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so when I saw this person, I was so angry and I tried to be cordial. And, and you know, you you, you, you see you, I'm like staring at them, like debating in my head. Then they look at me and and I just, you know, give them a little, you know, head nod. Yeah, I see you. I'm not gonna not gonna act like I don't. I see you. 
right. And they went, hey, and they wanted to go talk to me. I said, oh, I was like, nope, I got to leave. Right. And I had to, I had to, I literally had to exit the building because I, I knew like if I stayed in their vicinity, like I was going to snap. Right. So, yeah. And, and, and that's, so I can imagine, I understand, you know, a past hurt, you know, creating, you know, the want and, you know, or to feel almost the need to be violent in a moment. Right. I know. I think we all know that. But what stopped me were not the consequences of injury to myself, but the consequences of how it would affect my business, how would it affect my family, how would it affect all of these other people in my life. Right. Does that make any yeah. Kind of sense? Yeah. And, and and that's what stopped me. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I think what we're trying to do really with building the bridge and really with effectively raising the collective consciousness of humanity is to not say you can't be angry, not to say you can't want to hurt somebody physically. It's to say, stop, consider the consequences. <laughs> yeah. action, right. Even when you're angry on Twitter and you see a tweet and all this other kind of stuff, you know, Think about the consequences of, of your action, right? Is is this going to promote something that's going to further and help you, right? In in terms of everything in life, or is it gonna is it going to solve some kind of immediate, you know, uh, need to to express your emotions in a in a in a you know physically manifest negative emotion, so to speak? Does that make sense? Am I am I yeah, and I think that's, and so I think that's like the like the bigger like the bigger question when a person like Gail, because I'm sure she thought about it, right? And I'm sure she's Israeli, like you said. There's a part of her that's angry, and there's a part of her that just wants to take the side of her people that she grew up with, that she identifies with most closely, and say, "Yeah, fuck all of them. Let's kill them all." I'm sure there's a piece of her that feels that way. I'm positive. But did she call for that? No. She said, let's be peaceful. Let's find, because I don't want to see more death and destruction. But it's like. Yeah. It's a, it's a, do we want to validate the human or do we want to validate our monster? You know, those, those parts of ourselves. (laughs) <laughs> and we, we have those choices in every moment of, of which are we, which are we going to feed? Which voice are we going to feed? Are we going to feed the monster? Are we going to feed the human? And I think, I think Jared, what you said, and I know we're at time, so I'll just kind of maybe close this with this. I think what you said is so spot on because from my perspective, the fastest way we're going to really all get beyond this is if we are, we have the good fortune. I'm saying this quite sarcastically if we have the good fortune to have a global alien invasion from another world, because if we had a global alien invasion from another world, it would force us all to chunk up to a higher thing and see us as humans. We wouldn't be black, white, Israeli, Palestinian, Americans, Germans, anything else. We'd be humans and we'd be united in a common cause of fighting this now who's the invader in our home, right? It, it, it's, it's in, these things all are scalable, right? We, 
when we're operating on these levels where we're driving our beliefs are going to drive our behaviors and we believe people are violating our home, we want to protect our home and we've created these different structures for it. So I don't foresee that happening anytime soon. And I, I agree with you, Jared. So the quickest resolution then is for us to really have that point of acknowledging there's that human piece of emotion and for us to really stop, pause, take a breath and consider the consequences because there is going to be consequences. And, uh, you know, if we may not be pulling triggers with guns, but we sure as hell are pulling triggers on our keyboards. And, and those are, those are cuts that will cut deep. They're going to cut very deep. And just the same as, as extremists, extremism and ISIS or whatever it is forms, forms their tribes around their extremist beliefs. We all are doing the same thing by forming our own tribes around our extremist behavior in whatever degree that is. And so, you know, just consider that for a moment. There's not a big, big gap of separation sometimes between behaviors between us and them. Yeah, they're, they're doing this and we're doing that, but they started somewhere too. And that's not to suggest that you or I or anybody listening, watching is going to go there too. It's just to recognize there's opportunity for behavior modification. The, yes, Abs, at, there is. And it's hard though. It's hard. Yeah. To it's really it's hard. So hard because because some a lot of those emotion response things are they happen so fast, right? They're they're habitual, right? <laughs> so to, to to break that 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 process is is so difficult. I didn't, I didn't even tell the story about you know my dad now our fucking conversation about Israel versus Palestine when I was a teenager and that was a crazy debate or. Uh, I also think if we can, we got to get Tony on um, for the next time we talk about this because, or his wife, Melody, because um, uh, even though they're, they're Christian, their family's from Lebanon. And uh, so they've been, they've been to uh, Palestine and Gaza Strip and they've seen, they've seen both, both sides, right? They've mediated this group. There's a group um, there that, um, were people on both sides who lost children. Mm. There's a group, and so Tony and his wife Melody. Um, if you guys don't remember Tony Redarte, we had him on before. He's a, a former a child homicide detective um, in Arizona. Um, but yeah, so he's been there, and they've been in these these closed groups, like a like an AA or like a, a, a Alcoholics Anonymous or Narcotics Anonymous like 12 step groups, but for people who lost children and the war between Israel and Palestine. Wow. And the, the, yeah. And so you're sitting across from, you've lost your kid to, you know, a Palestinian bombing and you're sitting across from, you know, someone who lost their kid to an Israeli bombing. Right. And, um, and, and, and these two people are trying to, to communicate. Um, so I, I'd love to get him on because he he'll tell stories of of, of that or yeah, and and that's that's just so deep and that's the reality that's yeah but I think that I think that's the case just like I, I I just I told somebody the other day you know I'm getting my son into martial arts like my son needs to be punched in the face right and, and I can't do it but he needs somebody around his age or something like that to punch him in the face he does he needs to be punched in the face why. Because until you get punched in the face yourself, you have no idea what you're provoking when you're running your mouth or hitting somebody else 
right? <laughs> like we all have to experience that that pain of oh, there are consequences to this, right? Yeah, and um, and and those consequences can be painful for me, not just painful for the other part. And, and, and I think that's that that's super 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 important for for all of us. No. Yeah. <laughs> Jared, man, I appreciate you and everybody. We appreciate you. So we would love to hear your thoughts on what's going on in Israel and Palestine, your perspective. You, what are the what are the solutions? What are options? How are we treating each other through this? Is what are the what are the similarities and what are some of the differences between what's been going on here in the U.S. and the conversations we've been having? And and any comments, feedback from for us, we always appreciate it as we appreciate all of you. Jared, we'll see you next time, buddy. Yes, sir.